You are listening to Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. Following my interviews with the Greek gut and Sitsiri kombucha in Athens, I flew to Istanbul, where I'd arranged to meet Ezra and Dilia, the mother and daughter who founded Kombucha 2200 four years ago. I'd seen Dilia present at the Kombucha Summit in Berlin last November and was pleased to be invited to tour their production facility. Here's what they told me. Okay, my name is Estra. My name is Dila, and we are uh, founders of Kombucha 2200. Okay, and where are we right now? We are in Istanbul, Kertane, yeah. in Turkey, and we are one of the first brands uh, who um, brewed kombucha in Istanbul uh, in this scale, yeah. so to say. How long ago now? Uh, it, we, we were founded in, it's like four years now. We were officially founded in 2019. Um, 2019. Yeah, because you were making kombucha at home. Yes, right? yes, 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 sure. You were an architect, right? Yeah, I'm an architect. Uh, um, so my mom was doing for herself brewing kombucha at home. Like, it's very similar to the other stories of the founders yeah, as like, well. Yeah. It's all, like, mostly it starts very uh, organic, so yes, this, this story. And um, she did it because she had some um, health issues. Um so she found out online that there is something called kombucha, mm-hmm. which was not very common uh, in Turkey at all at that time. And I was living in Berlin, mm-hmm. and she, I didn't know what kombucha is as well. So she asked me if I could, like, bring a scoby, and I was like, I didn't know what it is, but I said, just okay, just to do it, so to say, for her. And then at one point, I brought uh, a scoby from Berlin to Istanbul to my mom, and apparently she started uh, brewing, and I was away. I I went back to Berlin, and I wasn't. I didn't witness all this process at all. But the next time when I came back to Istanbul to home, the whole place was full with jars, and I was like, okay, What's yeah. And my mom was living alone at that time. And when I first arrived, like really entered the apartment, she was like, I'm gonna introduce you to someone. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And we went to my room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who could be in my room that I don't know? And I'm going to meet this person for, yeah, in my bedroom, like, for the first time. And it was a jar. And, yeah, it was, it was called, uh, her first Kobe called um, Sureya. Um, I also, like, told this story. It was, uh, at that time, there was a Turkish series, and the main character was called Sureya. And my mom was watching, like, as a fan of it. So she she named this Kobe as this uh, character as well. Yeah, good. So it started like this. Yeah. And then... She started like spreading, of course, like after having uh, hundreds of jars, hundreds. not hundreds, but maybe, but maybe 50 or so. So she was um, drinking a lot. And then she couldn't drink it, of course, so all she was like spreading it, yeah, to neighbors and friends and to everyone. And we were living in Nishantasha. I don't know if you've been, it's a place, it's a district full with like cafes and restaurants. And, and uh, she started to, um, introducing what kombucha is and her kombucha to the cafes and restaurants we usually go mm-hmm. like uh, where we always go so yeah, to yeah. say 
So we start because it wasn't planned to be a, a big business. So it was like more like a hobby yeah, at you first. Yeah, didn't have the name Kombucha Twenty. The thing is, we didn't. But I'm also, as I'm an architect, I'm also a person who is a little um, perfectionist. I would say. Okay. Yeah. So I said, like, you can't bring a jar to a, even if we know them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't bring it in a jar with like like saying Estra's uh, Kombucha or so. It should be like a little proper from my side. Mm-hmm. So I found it a name and made a label in an hour or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in an hour. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we printed them out. And then she went there with this Kombucha 2200 name. But we did, of course, like it was nice for us. But we weren't like, of course, planning to be in this scale. Mm-hmm. And after having two meetings, everyone said like this actually we were not planning to uh, buy this because there was no demand and nobody knew it so it's no. very hard to market a product which is unknown and there's no demand for it right and they all said um after seeing your passion in your eyes we're going to say okay let's give it a try because my mom was really in love uh, with kombucha at that time mm-hmm. so it wasn't like this law part wasn't me i was more like let's do it See more proper yeah. and then she was like uh, the how to say the creator of all that yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, feeling you and passion yeah 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 and then, um, so they started uh, saying yes, yes, yes. Every cafe that we went, they said okay, 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 and it started. Then um, we found uh, it was just by chance, so to say. A friend of ours, um, he rented an empty, uh, like fifty square meter kitchenette or kitchen, so to say, mm-hmm. um, in a very close. Uh, it was in the same district as we as we lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was planning to open a cafe, but like uh, he didn't know exactly when, and it mm-hmm. was postponed, and the place was empty. Mm-hmm. Then he offered my mom, if you want to do it, just take over for a few months after I know exactly what I do, what my plan is. And she started doing there with Nabite. Nabite is also... Hello. <laughs> uh, she was like our neighbor and friend from the old district, and they started so as the, friends. She was the first person to help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were doing this as friends. Yeah. Like, she was helping her because both my mom and Nabite, they weren't working at that moment, and they were mostly going to cafes or, like, walking around. Mm-hmm. And then, as my mom started to doing this, they both started doing this mm-hmm. as well, as a hobby, so to say. No hobby. Mm-hmm. And then from day one, that we entered this uh, kitchen um, she was also there with my mom they were like pouring things with jars like you know it was like first that small jars and then got bigger and then at one point it was 50 liters there's five liters and at one point when they had like a hundred liter buckets they were like Wow, we made this huge <laughs> achievement. <laughs> 100 liters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like amazed by the size. Ah, she said when, when the first, um, cold chain truck, you know those cold trucks for trucks, trans- yeah. arrived. <laughs> we sent only 20 um, boxes yeah, yeah. at that point. They cried for <laughs> 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 the achievement. <laughs> 
So, so how much do you? So she said when it was like hundred liter buckets, I was like waiting in front of it and checking every day if the scoby is created. How is it going? Like a baby. So how much do you make now a month or? We are we are selling right now. I would say thirty to thirty five thousand. Uh, units Bottles. per yeah per month. Wow, in purely in Istanbul or around? Yeah, just Istanbul? no, like in Turkey, but uh, there are like I would say uh, mostly to Istanbul. Yeah. Like eighty yeah. percent is Istanbul, and then twenty is in the summer. Of course, the southern parts like Bodrum, oh, Izmir, yeah. holidays, Antalya. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But mostly it's in Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like she's saying, in all over Turkey, we're also in the chain uh, okay. supermarkets as well. And I'm curious. Two high-level chain markets. Not every chain market, but no. it's like whole food, so to say. So I'm curious to know, four years ago, nobody in Turkey knew kombucha. What is your feeling today about how much, how is it accepted by your customers or by the people who you have yet to introduce it to? Is it um, something you think the Turkish population will become even more? Of course, it's becoming always like each year we um, realize it. First, by the amounts, uh, of course, like uh, the units that we sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the market is getting bigger. Of course, it's still like a small drop in the beverage market. Right. But uh, day by day, you can also understand it from the reaction of the people, if they've like known it. And everybody's like now getting newly... Oh, either I heard it, but I don't know what exactly it is, mm-hmm. or, ah, I love your brand, like this reaction. And I was like, first, I never thought that they know it, because when you do a business, we are like stuck in this room, and we really don't know what's going That's on right. outside. Yeah. And then also, like my friends, my first or second circle friends, some of them knew it, but some of them, they still, they've never heard what kombucha mm-hmm. is or our brand. But now... They all know it, or they heard somehow, or yeah. even if they don't know uh, the brand, when they see the um, bottle, they mm-hmm. say, "Ah, I've seen this bottle before." Good. Good. So it's uh, it's getting always like better yeah, each yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Although, like Turkish people or Turkish market, it's very um, um, how do you say it? Geleneksel. Um, I forgot. Uh, yeah, it's very conservative. Actually. Conservative, yeah. traditional. Con- yeah, which is true in Greece and in, in Germany. Yeah, it's. Uh, German, Germany as well, but I think they are more open to new things, yeah, I would maybe. say, because they're yeah. more curious about yeah. like health. Of yeah. course, here in Turkey, there are also people like this, but I think yeah. the percentage is a little But different. is it a fact that, uh, I believe Turkey drinks more tea than any other yeah, country? Yeah, but is, it's is tea. That a, yeah, that tea is... Uh, they don't associate kombucha with fermented tea? They don't like green tea. Like, of oh. course, there are people who likes, but they when like you... like little tea. Yeah, we, we love black tea. Black but tea. it's... It's something, um, I would say it's very um, holy for us that right. you don't touch the tea. Tea is tea. It. Yeah, yeah. And fermented green tea is always like a green tea. We were like, it doesn't taste like green tea. That's what you use is green tea? Yeah, yeah. we only do uh, use uh, green tea. Okay, no black tea. We don't know. No, no. Okay. Because uh, the reason for it is also for us. 
we do we produce products which we love. Yeah. So we find uh, the black tea when it's fermented, it's too um, sour for yeah. us. Yeah. And it's like too radical. Yeah. So our kombucha is more mild in that sense. Yeah. But, and you uh, feel the flavor also better because the base of it is not so strong. And do you add flavors for secondary fermentation? Yeah, we do. But like mostly, I would say 85% it's natural ingredients. Natural. Yeah. Just one type, one, one flavor? Some of, yes, some of them like we add either to make the aroma stronger, the flavor mm-hmm. stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, we have pineapple hibiscus. Mm. And we also use dried pineapples, real, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't taste that strong next to hibiscus. So mm-hmm. to make it stronger, we add a little pineapple natural uh, flavor okay. aroma as well, okay. for example. Good. Oh, now we also produce another uh, fermented beverage called kvass. It's like a oh, kvass. Yes, okay, yeah, right. we also do it. So the demand is also very high right now, okay. although we don't market it. Because we have in Turkey a very familiar uh, drink, it's called shalgam. Mm. It's very traditional, it's like tea for us, like mm-hmm. shalgam is another thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, very, it's very similar to it. Mm-hmm. That's why um, it's also getting popular right now. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Oh, I see, kvass, yes. Yeah. The kvass, this is, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Now, uh, it was, it's very hard to find in Turkey glass bottles. Oh, beetroot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay. It's only fermented. And you also do kits, right? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How popular are the kits? It's, I would say, pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, of course, you you start your kombucha experience with tasting a kombucha, and you start buying it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you when you get to know what it really is, then you um, mm-hmm. want to do it yourself. Well, it's also fun. Do you have um, like Do you have classes here to show people, or uh, we, have you done videos? We do. We or? do. Uh, we have a very basic video, okay. uh, like how you do it, but mm-hmm. not with grams and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, because it's, people get complicated when you tell them 100 grams of this or mm-hmm. five li- like. Right. But we always do um, outside like workshops, uh, mm-hmm. also in hotels or different restaurants or mm-hmm. on private occasions as well, like a collaboration or so. Well, yeah. But when they ask us anything, we always like. Uh, give the right answer or inform them mm-hmm. regarding to anything. So it's mm-hmm. This is where the filling and bottling yeah. uh, occurs. Yeah. How many people work together? Like around 15. 15. 30? Around 15 with us. Yeah, yeah. We, she never calculates us. Okay. <laughs> there is always one coming, one going, like depending. Yeah. That's why we stay like around. And a lot of mostly women in the office, right? Yeah, it's because this district is very uh, Muslim, like uh-huh. more religious district. Uh-huh. And our and we also support women. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have any, by the way, except the um, shipment unit. We didn't have any men formerly. But then after one point, it got like very hard to carry uh, the bottles. So we had also one uh, man, male member right. now. But we mostly support women who are living here because it's for them also uh, important to have like uh, financial freedom as so well. So more than half of women. Yeah, yeah, it's, we have only four, four men. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. And kombucha is also halal, right, in Islam? Yeah, it is halal. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it is. Although it has a very few uh, alcohol Fine. percentage, yeah. uh, like in uh, Islamic culture, there are also like too much, too many like yogurts and all that. Like the shogam that I told you, they're all fermented. We have very much fermented products as well. Oh. Coming from the... And when you do distribution, you this is not pasteurized, right? This is no. organic. So you have to have cold chain. Yeah. And is is there are there sufficient distributors? Or do you? Now we change. We did it like this formerly. We sent to the south because, like in summer, for instance, mm-hmm. in winter it's not a problem. It's okay mm-hmm. because uh, when you order from us, it's delivered in on the next day or the second day. It's a very fast delivery. But in summer, we always use or um, work with uh, cold chain trucks. We always send it directly to the supermarkets. And the, our problem was first, um, the markets didn't know a beverage product who should be uh, stored in plus four. Mm-hmm. So it's always like milk or dairy products or meat mm-hmm. and stuff. So we really had hard times to open this category in a supermarket mm-hmm. that a beverage should be stored in, yes, yeah, stored cold. Metro gross market. Metro gross market. It's like, okay. Okay. so they said even like for, in, uh, for the last 30 years, we haven't had a category like this and for us now we're opening this so people were having hard, hard times but with like really uh, informing like on a daily basis uh, we so to say achieved this that everyone started to really store them cold and also the delivery as well thanks for listening to Booch News for more about kombucha please visit boochnews.com 